Hi, I'm Ashley, and you are listening and watching Confidence in Coffee. The first thing I want you to know is that I see you and I hear you. I see the struggles. There's hope. What if I was to tell you that you can find confidence despite any of your circumstances, good or bad? I'm going to help you navigate the waters of womanhood, whatever season that is, whether it's marriage, singleness, or you're drowning in children, I got you, girl. I'm your new bestie. I'm going to help you find confidence and hope through Christ. I'm going to leave you with plenty of encouragement and practical tips to overcome those limiting beliefs so you can live a life well. Plus, (laughs) you know we're going to find a few laughs along the way. So grab your favorite cup of coffee and join me as we chat confidence in coffee. Guys, I'm really excited for what we're going to talk about today. I tell this to my kids maybe every three days. I have to remind them that I'm not their maid. I'm their mother. That's what we're going to talk about today. Listen, there's been some talk around the TikTok community about giving your kids chores, what kind of chores those and what age to give those chores. And you can honestly find that in Google. I was giving my kids chores and, you know, they were doing them, but I really wanted to check myself because they were losing the motivation in regard of like, was I giving them the appropriate for their age? By the way, I was, okay. (laughs) I was giving them the appropriate chores. Um, funny because a lot of moms are not comfortable giving their kids chores. I honestly would love to have a conversation with one of them. We had friends over for dinner. We were with our preteens and they brought up about how they don't have to do certain things. This girl's like, I don't have to do certain things. And I just started making my bed, but I forget. She was like, I don't make my bed. And I looked at my son was like, I have to make my bed every morning. So when you get older, your mama ain't going to come with you to remind you to make your bed. You're going to have to learn how to do it yourself. We're teaching our children life lessons. We're teaching them how to be good spouses, how to care for the things that they own and have all these really practical qualities. Can there be extreme? Yeah. I always remind my children, it doesn't have to be perfect, but I need to know that you tried your best. When we have our kids do chores, we don't ask them to do things perfectly, but we do ask them to do their best. That would be in anything they do. I wrote this quote down by Constance Hall. Being a good mother, wife, or person does not mean spending eternity cleaning your house. If you stop seeing your family and friends for too long, they will start making their lives without you. Trust me we're benefiting our kids. If you're doing it all the time, if you're doing all of the cleaning for everyone all of the time, not only are you not teaching your kids life lessons, but also you're staying away from them. You're not present. You're not relaxing with them. You can't enjoy them. Even teaching them how to clean and make the bed, that's connection. You're teaching your child something just like you would with anything. Spending time with them, it's a win-win. If this is something that's contradicting to you. I'd love to see in the comments what you think of this subject. If you're a mom that doesn't make your kids clean, I would love to know what's behind. The one person that I spoke to, it was childhood trauma. I'm a Christian lifestyle coach. I work in different areas to help people move forward in their life. It was about childhood trauma and how her mom used her as a maid and that she had to clean up everything all the time. She started to resent her mom. So she made a promise that she was never going to do that with her kids. I, I understood that because as a ch- child from trauma um, and abuse, my mother was an addict 
she's still an addict and I, I love her. She's always struggled with addiction. In my mind, I was never going to take medication that my body needed to depend on. I was never going to do it. I was never going to let my body ever be put in that position because of my trauma. Then I went through postpartum depression. I let my antidepressants sit on the counter the whole time. My husband write notes to remind me. He helped me work through that trauma and realizing that taking an antidepressant wasn't bad. It wasn't addicting. It wasn't depending on something. It was like taking a Tylenol for a headache because I was sick. I think that we have to not project our trauma into raising our children. That's really what I've heard that can be contradicting. I work with people through that because we tend to guilt parent, parenting and guilt, which is not beneficial for the child nor for you because it doesn't come from a healthy place. As a mom, what is the first phrase that comes to you, right? For me, most of the time, <laughs> there's the negative, there's the overwhelming and oh my gosh, burnout and guilt and, and the struggle of figuring out if I'm doing it right. But here's here's some other positive phrases, joy, satisfaction, happiness, right? Is some of your main reasons sacrifice, despair. That happens to me. Loneliness, right? You give everything that you have to these little people and nobody notices you and you're giving everything, all of you to, to these people. Although the arrival of your child is possibly the most important moment in your life and best expressed with the word happiness, a big question arises with all the problems at home. Am I a mom or am I a maid? Who should assume the burden of domestic chores, right? Must moms be maids? Is it possible to get children to help run the house when they think they are too exhausted with their own task? And the most important question is, how will this affect my child? When I did my research, in Western, in Western countries, there's a bad habit of children only receiving and not giving, causing a big problem in adulthood and making them mistakenly believe that mom will be their personal servant, which, guess what, gravitates and projects onto their wife. Okay, okay. We might come to think that this only a problem of education, right? And therefore, to minimize the matter, we naively believe that it will be resolved without further setbacks in adulthood, which is certain first you must have is obviously a clear concept of being a mother and not a maid. Then you must make it clear to your child, right? I think that's one of the biggest struggles for mom is to be like, look, homeboy, you're cleaning up after yourself. I am your mom, not your maid. Mm -hmm. This affect your child's development later in life. Will he have a distorted view of women in adulthood? It's been proven time and time again when they get married. Will you see benefits if you address it immediately? Undoubtedly, it'll depend on the importance you give to the issue and how much you are willing to create an environment of collaboration and multiple help in your home. What can be done? The right thing to do after detecting the problem or even before it arises is to act without delay for your goal to be achieved and for your child to not see you as a servant or a super mom. Okay. Apologize, show the imperfections, show the ugliness, show the struggles to your kids because they're going to experience it. We cannot protect them from the world. You know, you also need to know that we do need people. We're not this mom that doesn't need anybody. First, you must discard. Discard that idea in your own mind. 
Start by assigning tasks to your child while they're young. That's what I do. Experts recommend this. Starting at two years old or younger, for example, children can pick up their toys, pick up whatever they have thrown on the floor, or bring their clothes to the hamper. It's true. Logically, assign age-appropriate tasks, obviously we talked about that, such as making the bed, loading the washing machine, or even cooking when there's no danger in it, making a salad, washing the lettuce, mixing the brownies. Always resist the urge to finish the task and make it perfect. (laughs) The struggle is real. I know. But at the end of the day, you can perfect it. You can clean it up the way you want it. But in that moment, just be with them. Be a part of that lesson that you're teaching them. You know, even if they say, I feel tired, mom. I just feel tired. I don't really want to do it anymore. Yeah. So don't let them get out on that. Just because they're tired, you got to teach them to finish what they started. That's another thing to look for. The goal is not for your child to do the task the same way as an adult, but to help him change his perception that you're the maid who does everything at home. Your child must see from an early age the effort that goes into each task in order to appreciate them and thus become a more responsible adult. Now, Help your child see the importance of helping others. When tasks are assigned to children in the home, they begin to put the needs of others before their own, which causes them to naturally help others and therefore become a generous and responsible adult. I have a 12-year-old who does that. In this way, you can reach your desired goal for your child to have a clear perspective of adult life and not to believe that everyone will be at his or her service. Okay, we don't want to make husbands like that and we do not want to make wives like that. And it'll help us be a better mom, believe it or not, because we're not always cleaning up after everybody else. So there is therefore, if you want to be a happy mom and raise a mature and responsible child, you must teach your child from an early age to see that they have their own responsibilities at home. Then you won't have to say, I'm a mom, not your maid. It's just going to come natural. There's the working mom, the stay-at-home mom, the mom that works from home. A lot of the housekeeping gets pressured into the stay-at-home mom. And moms in general, like they somehow have this belief that all moms should clean. But a stay-at-home mom genuinely believes because she's at home and she's not contributing financially to her family that she must clean the house, right? And though I do think a lot of that is rooted in maybe some deeper insecurities, you know, like self-worth, identity, I think that it also is guilt, right? We never want a parent from a guilty place, or maybe it truly is just belief. Maybe that truly is what it is. When you think about being a stay-at-home mom, what sort of life do you picture, right? Is it a scene from the 1950s where the perfectly (laughs) mom is busily like with her hair all done and wearing a dress, like vacuuming and has a duster, drinking a cocktail in hand. The kids are quietly watching TV and eating healthy snacks. Or do you imagine a more modern scene with a house that looks like a bomb just went off, girl? Piles of laundry everywhere, but the mom is on the floor with her children, drawing, crafting, singing songs, and teaching ABCs. What do you imagine? Do you notice the stark difference between the two scenarios? No matter what decade your stay-at-home mom portray 
one thing remains true for both. Neither is entirely accurate. There has to be a good balance. The truth is this. There is only so much in a day that you can't do it all. What does your list look like for that day? If you're spending a lot of time cleaning and tending to your house, you're not actively spending time with your children. I can take this back biblically where Mary and Martha were like, like both with Jesus. Mary was at the feet of Jesus and Martha was in the kitchen going crazy and cooking and cleaning and all the things. She not only felt overwhelmed and burned out, but she also had resentment. She came out of the kitchen and she's like, yo, Mary, why am I doing all this by myself? It's like, well, she's doing what she's supposed to do. I think in that moment, it's like, wow, we just want to be with Jesus, but I feel the the pressure to please Jesus. We tend to take a little bit of Martha into our life because as a stay-at-home mom, we somehow think that that is what we're called to do, that we're not to be Mary was with Jesus and just be with our family, play with them and do crafts like Mary was with Jesus at the feet. But we think that we're supposed to be like Martha and stressed and overwhelming, doing everything and not having our kids do it all because we need to do it because we're not doing anything else. That really comes from a very insecure place. I give you that perspective because that's what truly intimately helped me. I I challenge you to think about that for a little bit and and ask yourself this question and and be real. I'm not talking about being a perfect mom. I'm not a perfect mom. Give them the screens for God's sake so you can have a moment of peace. I'm all about it. What I am talking about is this. There has to be some balance. Are you actively spending time with your children? Are you not cleaning the house? Something's got to give, right? Right. If you've been a mom for five minutes, you understand you can't have both a clean house and happy, engaged children. You can't. All the time. Have you tried doing chores when you have 30 pounds of a very whiny toddler daughter who wants all your attention? The struggle is real, okay? They're always attached to you. I can tell you from experience, it's not fun. It's much easier to give in and just spend time with the tiny human plus you know, divide from spending time with this tiny human and know that it will pay out for years to come. You're connecting with them. You're connecting with that relationship with them and the house will get cleaned eventually. And it's something that will always need to be cleaned. So why do we run this race that is never ending of having a perfect home? And I'm speaking to myself here. If we're being honest, where would we actually rather invest our time? And I want to see your answers in the comments. I want to see. So how the role of a stay-at-home mom changed. We're in 2021, and even though that is, many moms are still plagued with the outdated and utterly fabricated idea of the perfect housewife in the 1950s, especially our older moms. In the eyes of society, sadly, we are still fighting this image um, of perfection and the family idea of perfection and what we strive for. The truth of the matter is that the 1950s idea family image is not realistic anymore. If you were to compare a job to a stay-at-home mom, according to Nanny Authority, this blogger, it is customary customary to expect your nanny to do some light housekeeping. This would include cleaning up after the kids, dishes related to the kids, kids' laundry, and some organization to the kids' room. What you will not find in your nanny's job description unless you specifically to pay much more is cleaning and organizing the whole house. 
surprisingly, it always is expected for moms, stay-at-home moms. As if we moms are the only responsible adult in the house who can keep things clean. Just because you stay at home taking care of the kids does not mean you are also doing maid service. Why is it so important for a stay-at-home mom to share the load? Anytime you feel guilty or you are guilted about not performing housekeeping services, try to stop and put things in perspective. Maybe I got my single mamas on here. If there are, as a single mom or there are two adults in the house, regardless of the time spent in the house, both adults contribute to dirt, mess, laundry, and dishes. So since both people contribute, both people should engage in cleaning things up. If if the single mom, I was a single mom, I spent my weekends cleaning and I spent my week with my children. I spent one day cleaning and they got like their little free time, like screen time, or that was the time they got to watch a movie or play outside. That was the day that I did the cleaning in that morning. And then we'd spend the afternoon together. And then we spend the next weekend together. I only did like straightening up during the week. I didn't do like deep cleaning during the week as a single mom. I just really genuinely took that little bit of time that I had because I was also working just to be with my kids because they needed that. We both did. And also, if you are married, you did not create those kids on your own. There should be a partnership. And I'm honestly super grateful to the husband that I have who, you know, is is very supportive and hands-on in everything. And he works and he comes home and there is no, like, break. He never makes me feel guilty about him having to help with baths or bedtime or or with the kids. He really protects that. Now, do I feel guilt sometimes? Yes. I mostly feel guilt for working from home. So my struggle with guilt is not necessarily the house stuff. It's more home. Do I clean house? Who doesn't? And if you have the extra money or if you want to stop eating out, pay somebody to help you clean it. There's no harm in that either. Really, like we have to stop hiding these things, even our dirty houses, because honestly, that's a majority of us. We have to stop following these highlight reels. It is okay if you don't feel like spending the most perfect time with your children. Honestly, I hope that I've convinced you and myself enough that being a stay-at-home mom doesn't always mean that you are your family's housekeeper. As a mom, you're already doing a lot for your children, including housekeeping duties. You don't need to give in to society pressure that you should be doing more. And that your house needs to be absolutely perfect. Trust me, I am preaching to myself. Here, I am with you. You shouldn't do that. What you really should be doing more is giving yourself grace. If you followed me on social media, if you don't, you should, okay? <laughs> my heart, my message is give yourself grace and space to be a human because that is what you are. Super mom, single mom, married mom. You are a human. You are more than just a mom. You have interest. You have passions, purpose besides motherhood. We have different callings. We have one purpose. Purpose doesn't change. Our callings do. Your kids are going to grow up. You're going to have an empty nest. You have to discover that sooner than later because you will be challenged to look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, who am I? The house won't always be messy. And one day, that's what I'm at least told, I'm going to miss it. And and I really believe that. I really do believe that I'm going to miss the mess. I, 
I strongly believe I'm going to miss the blocks and the Legos all over my house. We have valuable skills as moms and women to contribute to the world. Don't forget that. I hope that this brought you value. And if it did, I would love to see what you gained from I'm not your maid, I'm your mother. I would love to see that in the comments. And also, if you are into looking for your purpose or if you do feel isolated or alone and you have lost yourself and you don't even know who you are, that can challenge your self-worth. It can challenge your confidence. And so I actually created a five-day devotional on how to be more confident and what to be more confident about. It's free. It's my free gift to you. I'm going to link it in the show notes and also below this video so you can have that and you can start now to be more like Mary and discover who she was in Jesus rather than Martha and trying to earn it. I love you guys and I will see you next time on Confidence and Coffee. Hey girl, do you love social media like I do? If so, I would love to see the value that you gain from confidence and coffee or you're just your favorite episode. And don't forget to tag me so I can share it too. I'd love to see you over at ashleyhammerout.com where you can subscribe to this podcast and channel on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And while you're at it, I'd love to see the value that you found in confidence and coffee. So drop the ratings, the reviews, and the comments. Plus subscribe to this channel and tell a friend too. I'd love to see you over on TikTok or Instagram where I keep it real in the reels, okay? Make sure you tune in next time on Confidence and Coffee.